0: Education of our children doesn't begin and end at academia. There is a spiritual responsibility on each parent and teacher to nurture and train a young soul spiritually. This is called Chinuch. Join Rabbi G every Monday at 2 p.m. as he explores education and Chinuch for parents and teachers. Torah isn't education. It's transformation. Gary Lewinstein, good afternoon. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you very much for the invitation. So I'm sure you're hearing all these words as well, that the community's falling apart and there's no one here and what's going to be and and we're going nowhere. And I brought you here to give us a bit of a sense of the development of where we've been 30, 40, and 50 years ago. Yeah. Um, so maybe we can talk a bit about... There's two topics I'd like to talk, basically, the communities and the school system. Mm -hmm. Because we're an education show, we may as well start with the school system. Right now, we're at a point that there are five, six, seven even, maybe, um, or more, actually, uh, Jewish community day schools. How was it 40 years ago?
1: Well, it started at the beginning, more or less, that I remember, Or what people have told me, my education started in Cape Town because I was brought up in Cape Town, and uh, our Jewish education was in the afternoons after school. So, and uh, when we moved up to Johannesburg, that education in the afternoon continued, either it was in the afternoon at uh, the government schools or alternatively uh, before school in the morning. That was called cheder. That was called cheder. Yes. Okay. At the time, so there wasn't really a a, a proper Jewish day school. Uh, There were. There were the Jewish day schools at the time was existed for many years, and that was the King David schools, but not from a purely Torah perspective. Although they had Jewish studies, um, it was not one of the Torah schools as we know we have it have it have today. Mm -hmm. So, in the early days, we have to say that the um, the uh, Yeshiva College uh, started in the 1950s. Um, that was with, um, the, I think, Rabbi Tanza came out, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Kosovsky, uh, Rabbi David Sanders. That was the initiation of a Torah school. Okay. Even although the Adasya Shurin started in the 90s, nin- they came, uh, members of the Adash Shurin or the Yeke community, came to South Africa in 1936. Well, wow, even before the war. Yeah, in 1936. And as a matter of fact, three families stayed in the same house. It was Jonas Emanuel and his family, the Dr. Homburger and his family, and uh, the Loewenstein, which is the German form possibly of Loewenstein. Mm-hmm. So the Loewenst- Loewenstein family. And that's how the Adasio-Shuren community commenced in the early days.
0: Which was the first... Um, uh Orthodox, not Orthodox community. I don't know. Yeah, what we you can't. We can't say that.
1: it was more Orthodox than we say no, Yeshiva College. However, they no, were. No, it wasn't, they, had their, but, um, the, they had their special taste, and the Yekishah community okay. normally emanating from Frankfurt on Main.
0: Okay, so that was the the Yikisha community, and you say that it was three families. You could name them and uh, yeah. development. Okay,
1: absolutely. So then, so fast forward a number of years, and um, the. Um, Adas Yashurin started the first afternoon Cheda as well. And, um, Dr. Hamburger was a teacher there at the Cheider. and, uh, what, Herbert what, Kahn. were we talking? The fifties? The sixties? We're talking 70s? about the late, late, fifties, beginning of the sixties. Okay. That at the same time, um, approximately, um, I would say in about probably 1967, 1968 started the uh, Yeshiva Torah's MS and the incumbent uh, Rob of the Adasya Shurin, Rabbi Yossi Zalta, was one of the first Talmidim of Yeshiva Storis MS. That okay. was towards the end of the, end of the sixties.
0: Okay, so, so we're really looking at that, that the, uh, the first alumni are rabbis today.
1: Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yes. Danny Seliger, I think, was one of the, one of the, uh, one of the Talmudim, early Talmidim of the school. Robin Grossberg, Rabbi Robert Grossberg was one of the earlier Talmidim. Those are the names that come to mind. But we also have to give, um, credit to Rabbi Norman Bernard from the Oxford Shul, because the, uh, the Oxford Shul hosted the first Jewish day primary school, Torah primary school, and that is uh, what's called Menorah, Menorah Primary School, who was started in the early, um in the early years, in the 1970s by Rabbi Bernard.
0: Okay, and that's a, a minora and that school is no longer around. That anymore. school that school has
1: developed. That school developed into two schools, one is Charei <laughs> Primary School, and yeah. the other is Taurus. Torer Academy. Those are the two schools that came out the, of that the, original They school. came out of that original menorah primary school. Yes. Okay,
0: so bef- before we continue the, uh, the tour long history link to, to see where our school system is, we do have to take a short ad break and when we come back we will continue exactly along these uh, lines of the journey. Chai FM, your station of choice since 2008. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuchot we are back Uh, in the middle of uh, an interesting tour down memory lane I say with Gary Lewinstein 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 okay I'm correct Lewinstein that's what I thought Um, and we're discussing about the development of education here in the Jewish community of Johannesburg any um, comments thoughts anything that you have to share with that 34519 is the SMS line anything you have memories of or you see things a bit differently or Telegram 061-895-1019 that's a telegram, and it could be sent from anywhere. Uh, SMS is only from here three four five one nine, or you could even call o one o one four o three o two o. So, we spoke about late uh, early seventies. Let's say late sixties, early seventies, when everything started, I would say correct, and things started to develop. And then the times that you're talking about, one school here, one school that developed maybe into two, and then
1: there was another school. But it was kind of very small and limited Correct um, w- Remember also at the time uh, The base Yaakov girls school started As um, And uh, also the Torah Academy Developed into their high schools Girls high school and the boys high school And um, Yeah that's, that But the greatest influence I want to say Was the start of the Torah revolution The Kiruv revolution So how did that In start? South Africa Let's go a bit in that area So in Towards the end of 1969, Rabbi Shakovitsky was commissioned to start the first Koelel here in South Africa.
0: Uh, basically, a Jewish study program for adults.
1: It was really a Koelel. That and okay. Junger Light were brought out from basically from the north of England, Gateshead.
0: Okay, just translating the Koelel word, okay.
1: Yeah, I see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, they were brought, he came out from Gateshead um, and... It was under the, really the direction and push of the late Rav Yaakov Zalzer. He was okay. the, uh, the Rav of the Adas Yeshurin, Zichrona and Livrocha, and his brother-in-law, Rabbi Tzvi Lieberman. So they were the protagonists and of, in order to establish a Koelelel. And a number of Koelelel, um, Rabbonim came out, um, at the time, uh, Rabbi Chaim Shain, there was Rabbi Pollock, who started Yeshiva Torah, who was the first Rosh Yeshiva of Torah's MS. There was Rabbi Weil, there was the late Rabbi Fakhla, there was Rabbi Kreisler, there was uh, Michael Katz, and um, Rabbi Sherkin, he came much later.
0: It's very interesting that the, 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 I'm hearing the names you're saying, and the majority of the of the names that you just mentioned, actually, although they came out for the Koilo, for the learning program, they kind of all were involved in education.
1: Correct. They were all involved in kiruv, And the um, Rabbi Avramah's son, um, Ivan Ziskind, Um, And Rabbi Shakovitsky and Rabbi David Sanders used to go to the Witz Witz campus, and there they would give shiurim, and they were a tremendous influence on both in medical school as well as the, uh, the Witz campus, open campus, where studies were, you know, the lawyers and the accountants, etc., right.
0: Wh- which led to worldwide famous people that came out of the, those programs. Yes, um, but even Rabbi Shane, if we're talking about somebody who was involved in the day schools, yes. if I'm correct. Yes, right, and and Rabbi Fachner, who spoke, we spoke about here in the past. So there was a very um, direct connection, I'd say, between the communities and between how the development of the community started. Yes, he'd say. So, uh, take us through the, the the time of the change because it, one of the sentences you told me earlier today, you were you told me, you know that I'd say thirty forty years ago, I knew everybody in Johannesburg that had a keeper. Yes. anyone, yeah. which is very inaccurate today. Yeah. So when do you see that the community is starting to grow beyond um, beyond knowing,
1: beyond recognition? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So so those early years were tremendously successful. There was the Monday Night Koelel program, where the streets of Urania Street in Observatory used to be lined from the top to the bottom. You had to walk five, ten minutes to be able to get to the Koelel situated 48 Urania Street. And I must mention at this time, a shvach, a praise to uh, Rabbi Koppelbacher, because his father, um, they donated uh, the, uh, the use of the house to the Koelelel, and that's why it's known, was known as Koilel Yad Sha'ul, Sha'ul being the father of Rabbi Koppelbacher. Oh, that's new to me as well, and I've been part of that. Okay. Um, so, yes. Okay. So, the influence on the campuses was profound. Medical school, I mean, I'll just mention one. Well, he's a world-renowned world speaker today, and that's Rabbi Akiva Tatz. He came from Witz Medical School. Ivan Ziskin, I think, takes the credit there, as well as uh, Rabbi Abram Hassan in terms of his development. Dr. Ralph Ports, Dr. Gary Blechman. I mean, a host of Dr. Ronnie Hockman. Um, so you go around the world. You see people like Rabbi Avram Edelstein and Avram Edelstein. Edelstein yeah. He came a little bit later, but uh, that was the beginnings. That was the beginning of the Torah revolution.
0: Okay. So, and then, and then the community started. Growing and achieving, and, and you say the Monday Night program, what other programs do you think made a major influence on the community?
1: I think that, um, besides the Monday Night program, I mean, they started, um, Rabbi Lipska came out to South Africa, um, shortly after the Koylal started, and there was a great influence as well. Um, so I think that, uh, the, the, the influence started as well. Within Yeshiva College as well, because um, I think re, uh, at the time it was Rabbi Rabbi Goldfine came out to be the Rosh Yeshiva of uh, Yeshiva Gedola um, at that was situated at um, the Yeshiva College pe- complex in uh, in Glen Hazel. So, um,
0: yeah. So, so you're saying that the things actually started. Um,
1: uh, it's a blossom, bloc- I mean, yes. Okay. And there were the influences of the shul. There was, I remember, Rabbi A. A-H H. Har- uh, Lappin, uh, Rabbi Lappin, Zichron Elivrocha. You know, I always used to say that Rabbi Lappin was the only one that I knew that could speak Hebrew in the King's English. <laughs> so he yeah, was, okay. uh, it, and Rabbi David Lappin, the Community. So, so in when Serbun- we look at these
0: times because we are uh, running out of time. A bit, so I'm wondering because we're looking at those times in the Jewish community that it was very small and contained. But it seems like people had a um, a view towards a better future for the community. It looked like things were growing, and now when we're very big and things are okay, we even have. There's not many Jewish communities that have a radio, and we have a radio twenty four six, completely uh, available at all times. And and the feeling in town is like things are falling apart. As as watching the journey, do you see the same?
1: Uh, Yes, certainly, I mean, because unfortunately uh, circumstances in South Africa have, uh, you know, have unfortunately, uh, you know, changed. But then again, you know, people in 1948, not that I remember 1948, but I'm told in 1948 when the Nationalist Party came to power, it was also a, uh, it was also a a worrying time, 1961, Sharpeville. There's also wondering times for people. So we had a riot in 1970. Nin- 1994. N- I mean, 19, there was always people leaving. Yeah, but we always rebounded. We right. always rebounded. There was always there that continuity in terms of a community, in terms of a, a, of a South Africa.
0: Okay. So those, those of us who are listening to you now are and are very nervous about the future. Okay. What would be the next? Like what can we do as a community to, for the rebound, for getting back, for getting back on track instead of just being stuck with our anxiety?
1: Well, I, I, I believe that everything is, uh, is in the hands of our Kodesh Boruhu. Hashem is Ashkocha Pratis. Hashem dictates the, the, the trends of the world. And, you know, obviously we have to be wary. But at the same time, we have got a tremendous situation within South Africa, and especially in our communities. Be it Glen Hazel, be it Santon. We have got a tremendous, we've got tremendous, a tremendous base din. We've got tremendous onboarding and we've got a tremendous system in place. So if we've got that all, then, you know, I, I say wait and see. Yeah, but let's, let's rather
0: give a fight and, and make it happen. Absolutely. Say. Okay. So we can make it happen. Um, okay. It was, you know, I, so many times we talk about the, the stress of the future and, and, you know, it's nice to have somebody who could say, Listen, we're much bigger than we were. We're growing. We've had many outfalls throughout the year, and the Jewish community picked back up. And, and we can hope and look, f- with all the economy and the government and everything still, don't lose hope. Absolutely.
1: Chazak v'yamatz.
0: Thank you so much for being with us. That was Gary Lewinstein, who's been with us quite some time. And I think that maybe as the show goes, goes on at other times, I'm going to bring you in for other topics from the past to see how we can influence uh, today's life in uh, Johannesburg community. Thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thank you very much.